Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Up the Creek by Howard Perry The bad news was we lost our paddles. The good news was we had strapped those stiff orange life vests on our chest rather than just tossing them in the boat. Ray and I were in our late twenties and had enjoyed canoe riding on the Yadkin River and on a few gentle streams in Wilkes County. This will be a hoot, we thought. Along with a dozen or so other paddlers, we lined up for the start of the first annual New River Canoe Race near the put-in point a few miles north of Sparta. The course would take us about five miles, bending into Grayson County, Virginia, then back into North Carolina. The river was up from a week of heavy rain. Some competitors expressed concern, but we thought otherwise. It still would be only three or four feet deep, we would not be annoyed by getting stuck in shallow areas, and if the worst happened, we'd just stand up, pour out the water, and climb back in. We had no idea about how extra water can affect the force of a river's current. We had no idea about the consequences of that current slamming a 15-foot piece of molded fiberglass against one of the thousands of boulders that litter the new. We had no idea how much heavier our 70-pound canoe would be when filled with water. And we had no idea about the deep holes that were hidden in quiet places along the course. The gun sounded. Ray and I dug our paddles into the water, more interested in powering ahead than performing any fine technical skills required to navigate the swift-flowing river. A few minutes into the race, we were tied for the lead with one other canoe. A minute and a half later, the fierce current grabbed our boat, turned it sideways, and bashed it against a boulder the size of a washing machine. Water poured over the edge of the canoe, filling and submerging it. Ray and I fell out. We attempted to stand in four feet of water, but the ferocious current pushed our bodies toward Virginia. Our gear and paddles sailed away. The canoe swung around the boulder, rolled over, and followed the disappearing gear. I grabbed the rope attached to one end of the canoe with one hand while frantically holding my glasses in place with the other. I struggled to swim out of the current toward a bank while holding the rope and, after several minutes, was able to pull the canoe into a quiet pool. We reached the steep bank of mud, brush, briars, and small trees. After scrambling onto a narrow perch, I tied the rope to a tree. We sat for the next ten minutes, catching our breaths. Utterly shaken, we assessed the scratches and bruises that adorned our legs and arms. In front of us was the river churning wildly. Behind us was steep terrain as far as I could see. The terrain beyond the other bank was just as steep and formidable. One of the canoe's air pocket ends apparently had been damaged and had filled with water. 
the end that had endured the crash was sticking out of the water so that only a foot of the canoe was visible. The rest was submerged vertically. With the little strength we had left, we pulled the canoe out of the deep hole and picked up one side to spill water out of the other. There were ugly scars and gashes on both sides. Another canoe rider paddling solo and who had not been hell-bent on taking the lead, appeared. He asked if we were okay. We said we'd cracked up on a boulder, that our canoe was badly damaged, and we had lost our paddles. He had an extra and loaned it to us. He also asked if we needed something to bail out water, and gave us a plastic drink cup. We completed the race course only because there was no other way out. For the rest of the trip, we hugged the bank, used the plastic cup to bail incoming water, and watched a carefree group of tubers splashing and laughing as they bounced off the giant rocks. The next week, I made my regular trip to Sparta to follow up with some clients. I stopped for lunch at the town's drugstore that also had a snack bar. Standing in a corner next to the crutches and orthopedic supplies, were my paddles with a few more scars than I remembered. The manager said one of the race participants had rescued them and left them there in case the owner might come by. Yes, I said sheepishly, they're mine. Copyright 2023, Howard Perry. Howard Perry's fiction and memoir stories have appeared in personal story publishing project anthologies Flying South, Green Prince, and the Dead Mule School of Southern Literature. His short story, September 1957, received an honorable mention at the 2020 International Human Rights Arts Festival. He also writes articles promoting voting for the Winston-Salem Chronicle and is a board member of Winston-Salem Writers. He retired after a career as counselor and manager with North Carolina Vocational Rehabilitation and the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.